he always behave himself and uh, do the homework. Thanks for coming to the Sun of Smiley podcast. My name is Ed Hill, and I am a stand-up comedian and the Sun of Smiley. What you're about to hear are some stories about me, some stories about my dad, and some stories between my dad and I. So sit back, relax, and don't forget to smile. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Sun of Smiley podcast. We're on our final countdown to Christmas, so I hope all of you are doing your final Christmas shopping, and the season's not too stressful for you. I just wrapped up my final weekend of shows, and I'm looking forward to have two weeks off and doing absolutely nothing, and hopefully playing some of the video games I bought that I'm terrible at. Now, something happened、uh, to me this weekend that was kind of interesting. I was in the elevator going down to the showroom, and a gentleman came in with a lady friend of his that I don't think they're actually friends. I think it's more of a paid friend because they're having a conversation about something else prior to coming to the elevator. As they came in, they saw me, and the gentleman went, "So、uh, that meeting felt good," and the lady just went, "Yeah, it was wasn't too bad," and the dude just went. Yeah,、um, and I'm so glad you're so open during this meeting, and you're willing to try all the new things. And I just stood there going, "This cannot be happening right now."、And、they know what's happening. I know what's happening. They know that I know what's happening. So I don't understand why this conversation needed to take place in the elevator. I mean, I guess that's my weirdo whisper moment of this weekend. So on top of the shows, I've been doing a lot of shopping for the Christmas season. I don't necessarily celebrate Christmas, but I thought I'd be part of the festivities. You know, it's it's a season of giving, so I you know I always buy gifts for people. It's just something that I do. I feel you know if I can make somebody else's day just for one moment, I think it's all worth it. So currently, I'm recording this sitting in a pile of wrapped gifts next to me,、um, and they're all wrapped in、uh, minion. Christmas present wrapping paper, whatever you call it. Anyways, I'm I'm sitting in a giant pile of merchandise that I have recently acquired, and you know, and during this time, I realize when you have so much stuff around the house, this is also a time where you lose stuff all the time.、Um, because my wife right now, she's looking for something that she needs for work. I don't know what it is. I just know she's looking for it. She's tracing all her steps, and it's in the house somewhere. I'm sure it's in a very obvious place, but neither of us can find it. We look under the couch. You look in the couch. You look behind the couch. I mean, I found my、um, electric razor. I lost about three years ago under the couch with、uh, a billion spider eggs all over it. But you know, nobody knows where it is. So hopefully, it'll turn up someday,、um, or sometime today, because I think she needs it very soon. And if worst comes to worst, I think、um, the last thing we'll do is probably talk to my dad. Yeah, we'll actually talk to Smiley, and absent to find it for us. Now, so this situation right now that I'm experiencing as my wife is fumbling through the house leads to today's story, because my dad, little beknownst to a lot of people, is a fortune teller. Now I've talked about this on previous podcasts and different shows about the things that he does. He's able to do a lot of things with his talent of his, or magic, or scientific, however you—I don't know, whatever you want to call it. 
Um, but one thing that he can do is help you locate stuff that are lost. So we have lost something a few years ago, and this is how the story begins. So the story takes place during tax season, and once again, it's a time of the year where there's a lot of paperwork around the house, and my wife, once again, has lost something that she needs. Um, I'm not here saying she's the one who's losing stuff all the time. I'm just saying this story, she lost stuff again. I'm actually the one who loses stuff a lot of time. I don't know where anything is, but when she does lose things, we really need to ask my dad about it. So what she lost was actually a tax return that she received from, you know, a few months ago. And it's, you know, quite a significant amount of money that we needed. Um, and she had no clue where it was. We searched through the house. We looked at every purse, every backpack, um, every corner of the house trying to look for this check. And we just have no idea where it is. We even look in the car. Um, we traced all the steps all the way back to getting the mail back to the house to see, you know, if we can find any type of clue or where it is. But we just couldn't find it. So what we did is went to my dad. Now, so what my dad does during a situation like this is this is the theory. It's kind of scientific. Um, it works on the sense that time is relative. So what he needs is a number from us. And it could be a number that you just thought of. It could be a number you picked from a book, just a random number. And what this number does is, is the key to compress time to see what the future event may be. So there's a reason and a time and a place why we're providing this number at this particular setting. And so he can plug that number into an equation that he has in order to figure out the answer to our question. Now, it may sound simple, because um, some of you are thinking probably like, well, if I have the equation, then I can just figure it out. I can do the same thing that he's doing. The difficult part of this actually is interpreting the result that the equation gives you. Um, the equation is going to be the same despite who plugs it in, because um, as long as you have the number, you can do it. You can get a computer to do this for you. But the interpretation of the map that it generates is the key of finding something and telling the future and being able to see ahead in time. So this is the theory behind it. So we went to him, we gave him the number, um, and all we told him was we lost something. We didn't tell him what it was that we lost. He doesn't need to know that. Sometimes you don't even need to ask the question. He can just tell you the answer. He can actually see the question in the map. So he can tell the answer to your question through that. So we told him our number, he plugged it in, he looks in the map, and he gives us a few clues. So first of all, he says, the item you lost is located in the northeast side of our place. So we're thinking northeast side, that's like, you know, bathroom, you know, the back of the bedroom. It makes no sense. The next clue he gave us is that whatever the thing you lost, it's currently located next to something green. So we're standing there thinking, okay, something green is on the grass. There's no grass in the house. What is green? There's nothing green. We don't have anything green in the house. Um, we don't, we're not a collector of leprechaun artifacts. Um, you know, we're not jolly green giants. So again, very confusing. The last clue he gave us is that if we don't find this item within the next day, what is going to happen is that it will disappear and it will be this, you know, it will never come back. 
And that was the final clue. So again, we're awfully confused. Oftentimes the clues he gives you are confusing, but it, it makes sense as you start to decipher. Um, because, you know, why would something just move and disappear? I mean, it's not we have a house full of birds who just grab things and runs away. Our dogs never leave the house. So it was very puzzling. So not knowing what the hell is happening, but that's the answer that we got. We decided to look for it. So the northeast part of the house, like I said, is either the bathroom or the back of the bedroom. So we're in the bathroom. Obviously, there's nothing there. I don't think anything's in the toilet. Um, we did look in the toilet. There's nothing. Um, but the other side of the bathroom is the closet, so the back of the bedroom. So we look in the bedroom, and we're looking in the bedroom, and we realize um, my wife's work jacket is green. And that was the only item that was green within the house. So we're like, okay, there's something green. Let's see what's next to it. Now, what's next to it was a backpack. And so it was an old backpack. So we opened it, and we found a check. The check was actually tucked for some reason inside the backpack in a pocket that I guess my wife has forgotten that she put it there. And so at this moment, we're thinking, well, what was with the third clue? And that was my wife said, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening is because the reason why the backpack was where it was and why she didn't look through it, because she was planning on putting in the garbage the next morning. So in 24 hours. That backpack would have gone into the garbage, be taken away, and we were never seen again. And we'll never get it back, including the check that's in there. So there's many different stories of similar things happening like this. We found the check. My dad was able to do the thing that he does again. I know it sounds a little creepy, sounds out, out of the ordinary, but you know, in future episodes... I will bring up some more examples of my dad's fortune telling come to play and saving the day. So hopefully my wife's able to find her things for work or else, you know, um, we might have another story in future weeks about asking my dad about this thing that she needs for work and finding it through giving him the number for the equation where he'll interpret. So that's the story for this week. I hope that didn't creep you out. And I hope you have a wonderful holiday season, whatever it is that you may celebrate. It could be Christmas, could be Hanukkah, could be something else. Um, I hope it's not too stressful for you, and I hope you don't lose anything like we are doing right now. Now, I'll be taking two weeks off, like I said. If you'd like to see me, I'll be back on the road in the new year. Um, from January 4th to January 7th, I'll be at the Looney Bin Comedy Club in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And from January 12th to January 15th, I'll be at the Looney Bin Comedy Club in Wichita, Kansas. And from January 19th to the 21st, I'll be at the Parter Live Comedy Club in Bellevue, Washington. And once again, the Secret Service Comedy Show, which takes place at the British Ex-Servicemen's Association, which I put up once a month, will return on January 27th. And tickets are available right now on my website, kingedhill.com. The tickets are only $10 with no service charge. And we have an amazing lineup for you. The headliner of the show, Alex Sparling, is a finalist on the NBC stand-up program. So make sure you don't miss that show. And that concludes this week's episode. And I hope you have a wonderful holiday season. And I'll see you again at the same time, at the same place, next Monday, with a brand new story on being the Son of Smiley.